Welcome to Eternal Promises with your host and founder, Jeff Tobler. Because all of the promises of God in Christ are yes and in Him, amen. And this is the promise He has promised us, even eternal life. Nebuchadnezzar is still not uh, fully aware or convinced of God's great power and authority. But Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego are. They know who they worship. They know in whom they have believed. And they believe that ultimately God will save them, whether on this earth or the life to come. To participate in the show, we invite you to submit your question or comment online at eternalpromises.org forward slash radio. And now, here's your host, Jeff Tobler. The primary focus of eternal promises is to reveal the eternal promises of God and to teach you how to obtain all of God's promises today and forever. Receiving the promises is quite simple. We just need to simply come to Jesus and learn from Him. We need to believe that He is the Son of God, the Savior of the whole world. And we simply need to live for the Lord with all of our heart, mind, and soul, and all of our power, because all of the promises of God in Christ are yes, and in Him, amen. We're going to go back and look at another Old Testament historical account of God answering the prayer of His faithful. Now, these faithful are known by two sets of names. Their Hebrew names are Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah. But most of us know them by their Chaldean or Babylonian names, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Yes, this is the familiar account of three faithful Hebrews who refused to worship an idol. The story unfolds something like this. The Jews had been taken captive by Babylon, and a few of the wisest Hebrew captives were placed in prominent positions. Now, Daniel is famously known for his favor and rise in authority, and for miraculously surviving being thrown into the lion's den. But these three Hebrews, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, were also in positions of authority and oversight in this idolatrous Babylonian kingdom. The year is 585 BC, and this event takes place after Daniel refuses to eat the king's food, and this is after the first interpretation of Nebuchadnezzar's dream but it's many decades before Daniel is thrown into the lion's den. Because he had successfully and accurately interpreted the king's dream, Daniel is placed in a position of great power and influence. And because of Daniel's influence, he requests that Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego are also promoted into positions of influence. Well, the king grants Daniel's request. But the conflict arises when this very king, King Nebuchadnezzar, has an idol erected of himself, built out of gold, and commands everyone in the kingdom, including Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, to bow down and worship the statue. These three faithful children of God refuse to dishonor God by worshiping an idol. And this is when things begin to heat up for these young men. Just as we did with Esther's account, we'll be reading from the 
Septuagint, which is the Greek Old Testament, a wonderful translation of the Greek Old Testament that was around at the time of Jesus and the apostles. And we're going to be starting at the end of verse 15, where Nebuchadnezzar threatens the three Hebrews with death by fire. Here we go. You shall fall down and worship the golden image I made. But indeed, if you do not worship it at that time, you shall be cast into the burning, fiery furnace. Then what God is there who will deliver you from my hands? Now, I just want to interject something here. Nebuchadnezzar is still not uh, fully aware or convinced of God's great power and authority. But Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego are. They know who they worship. They know in whom they have believed. And they believe that ultimately God will save them, whether on this earth or the life to come. Here we go. This is verse 16 going on. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego answered and said to King Nebuchadnezzar, We have no need to answer you in regard to this thing, for there is a God in the heavens whom we serve, and he is able to save us from the burning fiery furnace, and he will deliver us from your hands, O king. But if not, let it be known to you, O king, that we will not serve your gods, nor worship the golden image you set up. Then Nebuchadnezzar was full of anger, and the expression on his face changed toward Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. So he commanded them to heat the furnace seven times more, until it burned to its fullest. Then he commanded certain very strong men to bind them and cast them into the burning fiery furnace. Thereupon, those men were bound together with their sandals, caps, leg coverings, and clothing, and were cast into the midst of the burning fiery furnace. Because the king's command was urgent, and the furnace was exceedingly hot, these three men, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, fell bound into the midst of the burning fiery furnace. But they walked about in the midst of the flame, singing to God and praising the Lord. Uh, something miraculous is happening before Nebuchadnezzar's eyes, and we're going to find out why. This gives us some insight into what was happening in that moment. Okay, here we go. This is verse 25, and I'm reading out of the Orthodox Study Bible that has a wonderful translation of the Septuagint. Here we go. Then Azariah stood and prayed thus, and opened his mouth in the midst of the fire, and said, Blessed are you, and praiseworthy, O Lord, the God of our fathers, and praised and glorified is your name unto the ages, for you are righteous in all you did for us, and all your works are true. Your ways are upright, and all your judgments are true. The judgments you made are true, according to all you brought on us, and on the holy city of our fathers, because in truth and judgment you did these things on account of our sins. For we sinned and acted lawlessly to depart from you. We sinned in every way and did not obey your commandments. Neither did we treasure or do as you commanded, that it might go well with us. You delivered us into the hands of lawless and rebellious enemies. For your name's sake, do not hand us over to the end, and do not reject your covenant. Do not withdraw your mercy from us. 
At this time there is no prince, no prophet, and no leader. There is no whole burnt offering, no sacrifice, no offering, no incense. There is no place to bear fruit before you and find mercy. Yet, with a contrite soul and humbled spirit, may we receive mercy, as with whole burnt offerings of rams and bulls, and as with thousands of fatted lambs. So let this be our sacrifice before you today, and may it be accomplished for those who follow you. For there is no shame for those who trust in you. Now, we are following you with all of our heart, and we fear you and seek your face. Do not put us to shame, but deal with us according to your kindness and according to the abundance of your mercy. Deliver us by your wondrous works and give glory to your name, O Lord. Let them know that you alone are the Lord God and glorious over all the inhabited earth. Now the king's servants who cast them in did not cease to stoke the furnace with naphtha, pitch, coarse fiber, and brushwood. The flame shot forty-nine cubits above the furnace, and it broke out and burned those it found around the furnace of the Chaldeans. But the angel of the Lord went down into the furnace to join Azariah and his companions, and shook off the fiery flame of the furnace. He made the inside of the furnace to be as though a dew-laden breeze were blowing through it, so the fire did not touch them at all, or cause them pain, or trouble them. Wow, that was no lightweight prayer, and that is no lightweight answer. Their situation looked nearly impossible, but as we're reminded, with God, all things are possible. Well, we're going to find out the end of this after the break. Stick with me. Jeff will be back in just a moment with some closing thoughts. Do you have trouble sharing the gospel? Is it difficult to find the right time to discuss the hope that lies within you? We understand. And to help you share the gospel, we've produced stunning, smart, and thought-provoking gospel tracks, such as the Taste and See Bread of Life tract, the Teases a Free Lifetime Supply, perfect for coffee shops, bakeries, and cafes, or get our Boo tract for Halloween that tells of the coming true Fright Night story. We even have our Close Encounter tract for those Area 51 folks that answers the question, are we alone? That and much more to help you share the eternal promise of eternal life through Jesus Christ. Go to eternalpromises.org slash resources to order your tracks today and get the good news of Jesus Christ into the hands and hearts of others. That's eternalpromises.org slash resources. To participate in the show, submit your question or comment online at eternalpromises.org forward slash radio or by calling toll-free 888-88-LOVE-GOD. That's 888-88-LOVE-GOD. And now, here's your host, Jeff Tobler. Well, welcome back to the program. We have been investigating the miraculous uh, event and answer to prayer for the three Hebrews that were thrown into the fiery furnace. And we just got done learning what's happening in the midst of that fire. They've been thrown in The fire has shot up and actually extinguished those who were around the furnace. It got that hot. And we found out in the midst of this that the angel of the Lord went down into the furnace to join Azariah and his companions. 
And not only that, but he shook off the fiery flame of the furnace. Now, this, we believe, is an answer to the prayer that Azariah was praying. So we find out in verse 50, he made the inside of the furnace to be as though it's a dew-laden breeze blowing through it. So the fire did not touch them at all or cause pain or trouble them. When the word of the Lord says, blessed is the man who trusts in the Lord, that we can see another example of that promise being fulfilled in an amazing way. And the encouragement is that we can find examples of ordinary yet faithful men and women praying to God, asking for God to move mountainous problems, and believing that God will answer. Well, I do want to encourage you that you can pray just like them. The key is to be found in Christ. Remember, you are no different in nature from Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. But God chooses all who are willing to honor and trust Him with their life. It's simple. If we repent, if we believe, if we will live for Him, He will walk with us, and we will walk with Him. You've been listening to Eternal Promises with your host and founder, Jeff Tobler. On behalf of all of us at Eternal Promises, thank you for listening. And we encourage you to lay hold of God's promises in your life today by loving the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, and with all your strength. Because all of the promises of God in Christ are yes, and in Him, amen. This is a listener-supported broadcast, and your prayers and financial support are appreciated. You can support this ministry online at eternalpromises.org forward slash give or by calling 888-88-LOVE-GOD. That's 888-88-LOVE-GOD. And this is the promise He has promised us, even eternal life. Eternal Promises Radio is produced by Eternal Promises Ministries. You're listening to Eternal Promises Radio with Jeff Tobler.